0: 3D Rugby is the podcast about rugby, and we have some very exciting news. Support for d Rugby Banthers is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, I would know, <laughs> I've used them. Manscaped just launched in South Africa with their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawn Mower 4.0, yes, you heard that right, the 4.0. That means it's off the 1, 2, and 3, and, well, there is the 4th. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. It's 20% off right here as a listener of the podcast if you use the code ELITEBANTER at manscaped.com. So I'm just going to repeat that to get 20% off with the code ELITEBANTER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Just repeat one more time at their website if you use that code. I'd like your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Uh, Matt, you, you're, you're the first person here for the Manscaped area who've partnered with us um, in their wisdom. I know that you've received some of their products, so have I, which is very nice of them. Uh, overall, uh, are, are you happy with your experience? Yeah, no, I've really
1: enjoyed it. I've also used the Clipper earlier this this week, last week, I can't remember. No, it was last week, it was before the weekend. Oh, yes. And yeah, yes. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed the clip. It works really well. Nice, easy motion. Also, it didn't nick or cut anything, which is ideal.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, and was talking about, you know, um, smooth balls, smooth the ladies. I think that's generally, generally what's going on. But uh, and I know that, I mean, we've talked about a whole range of things on this podcast, balls and otherwise. And I think one of us have had the moment when trying to trim. It didn't go so good, uh, and having given it a go, it's a very new experience to me, it, it was good. Um, my confidence wasn't all that affected because the box keep winning, um, I'd say. But it made me more confident in, uh, I don't know what, Matt. In, in awesome. It's, it's it's a new experience, that's what I can tell you, that's for sure.
1: Also, it's good hygiene because now you've oh, got yeah. clippers for your balls and clippers for your face. They're that's- separate.
0: That is true. Um, and I don't know. It was just a very new experience, and it was a very good one. So no we mentioned it at the top of the show. Uh, you can just use the code uh, EliteBands if you go to the website to get some more. And just as they say, your balls. Well, thank you. And it's, it's wireless charging, which was pretty quick. So also just shout-out to the Manscaped guys just for um, hooking up with us. It's very much appreciated, and hopefully we look forward to helping a lot of guys out there do what they got to do downstairs. Um, I'm also... I, I, I'm wearing their boxes and they are oh, performance. I felt like I could move better, but maybe that. But yeah, maybe maybe that's the what you call it? The placebo effect.
1: I haven't gotten around to the boxes, maybe. Oh dude, we should it's should like, Yeah, the no, boxes, fuck, right,
2: dude. Yeah, oh, yeah, you uh, slept in your boxes like the first I night. Slept in the boxes, and I shook. really fucking well. I'm not joking.
1: Yeah, I, that, they're just really comfy. I, I like, I appreciate Alex that that's where performance wear needs to be in your life that you can sleep yeah, well
2: night. <laughs> yeah. Just sleeping well then, but what are you even doing?
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's pretty true. Uh Alex, you I mean we, we just read Bridget, and to all your listeners out there. I just sorry we're very excited about this. That's why we're talking about balls and all, um etc I know also you amongst uh, everyone else part of the crew, they were very fortunate as part of the partners to be gifted the uh, Lawnmower four as I noted. Generally speaking, are you pleased with your offering?
2: Uh, I would say, um, I would, uh, I would say I'm pleased. Uh, and the reason I'm pleased is I've been shaving with the same shitty, steady <laughs> clippers for about ten, fifteen 15 years. Uh, and I have not taken good care of them. So you know, shaving is not a, an enjoyable experience for me. Um, although it's something I have to do very often. Uh, so, I was very excited about this partnership, hmm. because it meant I could finally shave without fear. Yeah.
0: Uh... Um, which <laughs>
2: is quite important in my life, because my meat grows quickly. So um,
0: That was your real well, man. For me, it
2: was plus. Yes. That... Well, I don't know about that, but
0: <laughs> yes. That I mean, we you meant that you meant, you're totally, you're totally meant, meant to claim it. Um, and even my wife looked at it and she was like, "Oh, it looks, looks good, sleek design." Yeah, etcetera, etc.
2: Yeah. Oh, my, my wife was like, "Because like the came that comes with a couple of products as well." Yes, and that's one of true. them, one of them was the uh, ball deodorant, and my wife was like. You guys use ball drilling? And I was like, not as many as probably you should. Um, yeah. Including me. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, and I like <laughs> the. Like a...
2: Have you guys I've used never... the. Oh, never mind. Yeah, what, what was the thing?
1: Yeah. I was going to say, have you used the Tony yet? Because that's kind of fun. It just spritz on the balls then and just wakes it up. No.
0: But we, uh, I'm not going to delve into the whole bit of, bit of the Waking app But uh, yeah, it's something we're very excited about um, And yeah, just uh, over the next few weeks I uh, will just uh, just be sharing our experiences with, with the lawnmower well, no, 4.0 But speaking of 4.0, I guess what one, one can say We're almost in the fourth week of August And the rugby championship has stopped and started There was at least some rugby on the weekend international We can speak of the box playing Argentina, Curry cup uh, But I guess if we're going to start with the news It's it's desperate housewives um, down in, in Oceania, if that's even if they even call that region. Well, rugby um, Australia and New Zealand and rugby really don't like each other. Alex, thanks for sharing that link by the way um, earlier today in, in mm. the group. There's a story on I don't have it with me. It's by Scotty Stevenson, and I'm doing injustice to the other writer. And I was just busy talking about how the relationship between rugby Australia um, and New Zealand rugby is um, shit. Frankly, uh, this is just in short, Australia went to lengths to do two games, and they disrupted the own shows. of the play at Eden Park, saw that show at, at Perth, and it would appear, and I tend to buy the Aussie side of this, that the, the Kiwis didn't really communicate very well with them to say that, all right, we're going to release this statement. They had told, in fairness to the Kiwis, I guess, they said, look, we're not happy. This is, we need answers on this, but they didn't really give them a heads up about the statement, and they just said, they're not going to Perth, but now suddenly they're going to go play to Perth next week. Um, it's a giant shit show. Uh, I don't really know who to believe. Um, yeah, it's, it's very much
2: like he said, she said at the moment.
0: Yeah. With,
2: like, the them, which is, you know, bad. I mean, ideally, you have one of them be, like, fuck, <coughs> yeah, sorry, my bad, I fucked up, whatever. But both of them insisting that the other one's blamed is quite bad for the relationship. Yeah, I
1: think... With especially with these two sort of, I mean, classic egos as well with them that I don't think I don't see either of them actually backing down or admitting their faults. Because I mean, I don't know if you've got it queued up, but Super Rugby they announced like the new format for Super Rugby, yes, which I think is worth discussing with this as well because it's part of the relationship because they'd settled on it already. And then then Trans-Tasman happened, and Australia realized that they gave in far too much to New Zealand's requests, and that they weren't going to get as much out of it because they realized how badly Trans-Tasman went for Australia, so they tried to sort of renegotiate it and all that, after giving New Zealand everything they wanted. So, I mean, they were negotiating from a position of weakness already, and... It looks like they've settled on like a weird three-round round robin. After everyone gets to play everyone once first, mm. and then RA is hoping that that three they haven't decided how the three-round round robin's going to go, but mm. RA is hoping for domestic games, and New Zealand's hoping it's just sort of at random because I think New Zealand. Oh yeah, New Zealand saw. Higher numbers during Trans Tasman viewership-wise than during Aotearoa, if I remember correctly. So they really are keen for the yeah. Trans Tasman matches, rather cause, yeah. Well, but hmm. the
2: fits
1: is you have double the market, right? Yeah, but also I think no, this was New Zealand viewership and that was going down apparently. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but like they they noticed that their home fans were essentially getting tired or bored or not as excited for another round of domestic derbies, you know, which I mean, by the time Super Rugby Aotearoa kicks off next year, or Super Rugby whatever for iteration they're going to call it next year, it's going to be the like fourth time they're all going to have to play each other at that point,
2: I think. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think gets blessed out of that relationship?
0: Probably New Zealand. Um, yeah, just from a performance standpoint. I mean, I know they play each other. Um, like, from, a, from a commercial point of view, I can't really give give you the right answer. But on the field, I think Paul Cody said it best. I mean, his article wasn't really about this. He said that what, the only thing that really brought Australia and New Zealand together was uh, when they were dicking on South Africa for whatever reason in the Island relationship, and Argentina are a junior partner, so we'll see what happens there. Now we're gone. Now it's um, be careful what you wish for. Ironically, I, I'd say mm. New Zealand, I guess, just because it's going to take time for Australia to get better. Um, and personally, I think New Zealand have just been a bit arrogant. There's a huge whiff of what's the word, self-righteousness or specialness there. The piece, by the way, I was going to mention, it was by Dan Dylan Cleaver and Scotty Stevenson yeah. You can find it on the Spinoff dot co under Nick McArdle, He shared it. As uh, also, it's, it's a good read, by the way. But in short, it's a long read, but yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. But apparently the the Kiwis have sent a letter to the audience saying we will play in Perth. Uh, I think it's early September they're going to do that date. Uh, and the one of the interesting thing is, is that um, <laughs> it's ha, ha, with uh, Stevenson. I he used to use as a former commentator. He just said that uh, New Zealand C- New Zealand Rugby CEO Mark Robinson has been described as aloof. He seems like it. While Rugby Australia boss Andy Marinos is <laughs> impulsive. Um, and the one other interesting tip, but there's a whole bunch of this year, but he <laughs> noted that the players are acutely aware that a section of the public believe they are being precious, which I do think they are being, compared to the sacrifices I'd particularly say Argentina have made. Um, like they've, Charles yeah, have cool. made the most sacrifices amongst everybody completely compared to last year. I know South Africa, in fairness, we I didn't mean, call the plug we, last year. But we, uh, yeah. I, I think we... We sat out ha- last year. Yes.
1: We were in the same position as Argentina was last year and we elected to sit out. They elected to take part. So, like, we... Need to be a little careful of our glass houses, but I don't think our glass houses are to the point where we'd committed committed to someone, told someone to come to us first, and then yes. decided to leave instead of leaving and getting a two-week bubble to leave after a week staying at home. Like mm-hmm. this whole thing could have been had New Zealand moved gone two two weeks before their game instead of trying to fly over like the week of their game. It would have this none of this would have happened if they had. Because I think that's standard practice now with COVID, with COVID being the way it is. You fly two weeks beforehand so that if a fuck up happens, you've got time. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, It uh, seems to think that that doesn't apply to Yeah, is I'm, what the part that get that strikes me as a bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, and all the I think all the Southern Hemisphere sorry, I was going to say all the Southern Hemisphere teams. Yeah, they're going to be on touring for three months, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the, my point is not a fair point about glass houses that I think ours is a bit shatterproof. At least, I do think um, New Zealand is, they comp- uh, they're comparing, they're taking every unequal approach to something that should be far more equal. Their <laughs> yeah. players, uh, particularly, they haven't really lived in a COVID country Yeah, due to, due to the excellent work done by the New Zealand government. Yeah, no, look, yeah, all but credit to New Zealand. To yeah, they don't have, really like understand. I mean, I think Australia is a little bit of a different kettle of fish, but New Zealand don't really understand what the rest of the world's been living <coughs> that's through the good decisions of the government and being a very isolated island which might come back to haunt them. I think the major thing is Australia, the Queensland government, sorry, i take that back. The Western Australia government paid rugby Australia 5 million Aussie dollars to host the test. And Australia said if New Zealand stiff them, they're going to claim that money back. But more importantly, uh, I have spotted a story is the rugby championship will likely be moved to Queensland uh, with Europe and SA SO mooted. Uh, that's reports from New Zealand indicate that the remainder of the championship will, will take place in Queensland. So Mitch, beyond am out and a grout, That'd be great. Uh, after suggestions, it could be moved. Right, yeah, it looks like the game so in yeah, Perth. Yeah, like everything comes up roses for Mitch lately, eh? Always, dude. They always go to Mitch, not the other way around. Uh, so, yeah, the game in Perth will happen, I think, September I 4th. I think hate Mitch. No, that's <laughs> but, yeah, it was the, it's the New, Zealand, New Zealand Herald, which is, I think, the biggest paper in New Zealand I do stand to be corrected, they said that the All Blacks will base themselves in Queensland, so I'm glad it's happening in Queensland. Um, at least the odds oh. get that and we're going to quarantine in, in Queens. I think the issue for in Argentina is we couldn't fly into New South Wales um, due to COVID issues there so that's where it's going to end up I guess thankfully so n- not the worst outcome in the world
1: is it you Alex who retweeted or something or retweeted someone about the idea of basically the rugby championships being hosted in one nation every mm-hmm. year so on a rotation of four years so like you have like essentially a pool, a Ra- a rugby World Cup pool stage being played in a host nation every year.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that you know, was, yeah, I think you know, I, I did do it wasn't my idea. I reached someone, but the it was pointed out by someone who replied that you know someone's gonna have the shift luck of hosting in a World Cup year, and then like uh, every team basically is gonna be like well. You know who's going to travel to watch the All Blacks or the box player if they're the championship? If you could, you know, stand up and watch them play in the World Cup order. No. So if it was a tri-nations, it would work a bit better because you, you could skip the World you, Cup. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. So yeah, it's a bit of a I don't know, like a sort of non. You could. Non- solution?
1: Maybe for sake of fairness just shuff so instead of having it exactly every so year one is SA year two is Australia year three is New Zealand year four is Argentina indefinitely you do your four year mm-hmm. cycle and then every every four years it resets so whoever was number four goes down to a different one so that uh, not the same yeah, country is yeah. the one that overlaps at least every four years with the World it'll even it out it'll, it's, it's still a fuck up but it'll sort of even out the fuck up at least
2: yeah. yeah I don't know I mean it's it's something we're thinking about I'm sure like Sansar, the big brands are uh, considering all the options but I
1: mean are we sure
2: I don't know <laughs> we're not sure yeah. I don't know what to believe anymore
1: so, Sansar came up with the fantastic because I still think Sansar had a big hand in Super Rugby Unlocked as a name
0: Oh, so bad though. Um, well, I mean, Super Opium Zanzi was just—it was there for the taking, and they went with unlocked. It was right there?
1: I mean, we tweeted at them. We like told them, you know, you're welcome <sighs> to use this. And, uh, we won't even put any claim on it. Just have it.
2: it, it there is a possibility with light. Um, yeah. yeah. I know. Shit! Did we I'm send like, it from? Uh, we it from your
1: account, Alex? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you, you, you yeah, might, you might have been blocked. Uh, look, I guess speaking of Super Rugby, well, we're now on the cut Well, not Super Rugby, the Curry Cup. A whole bunch of fixtures uh, have occurred uh, over the last few days. I mean, Wednesday we had a few fixtures. Lions lost. Cheetahs squeaked against Gricus, uh The Bills squeaked it against the Pumas. And then on Saturday, the Lions, not great, the Sigma Lions, they got pumped by the Sharks. Fifty six fourteen while uh, the Pumas that beat the Cheetahs, which is good, good, good on the Pumas, twenty nineteen. And then Province got pumped <laughs> by the 46 forty six twenty-five. So there's the table, and overcoming oh. to the business end of the competition. The Bulls and the Sharks appear to have sealed home semis. Now it's the Tafel, lock of Cricus. They're already putting their stuff on the Tafel, They're lying in third place, thirty three points. The Pumas on thirty two. turns, it's for those of you who I'm not familiar with South African rugby. These are just the smaller teams, the non traditional guys who actually. The ones went,
1: that, aren't a lot, that didn't get a shot at the URC.
0: Yeah, 100%. They mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Griquas are based in Kimberley, in the northern Cape, South Africa's largest and least populous province, while the Pumas are based in Pumalanga, uh, near the Kruger Park, which you all know about, which is uh, also one of the smaller. Well, Nelspring's lovely, by the way. It's growing a lot, but it's not one of the bigger rugby hotlands. In the country, so it'd be a big deal if they made the I semis. Love that, the irony is. I love that they've.
1: Yeah. No, I was gonna say I love that they've got a 2010 World Cup just holdover stadium as their own, so they've got this fucking massive
0: yeah. facility so that well, just hasn't it, used. I've I've been to that stadium. It's actually it's lacquer. Because, I mean the the seats? Is I mean you can see it on TV now. It's all the zebra pattern, but it was the uh, what a waste of money, eh? Would it be much better to put like a 30,000 seat of stadium? There we we discussed stadium sizes mm-hmm. before, but they are the Lions. Uh, they've had a horror show. Uh, they're lost, followed by the Cheaters. The only team that may be interested is the Province. By the looks of it, they in with the. Ne- I don't know what the next round of fixtures are, but those would be decided. The the only cack thing is the Bulls and Sharks will be at home. So if either Greg West or the premiers end up in the final. That would be a pretty big deal. Mm. To, to quote Ron Burgundy, so we'll see how that goes. Maybe not as much of a big deal, nor much of a surprise. Courtney uh, uh he is leaving the Lions. Uh, he is he joined from the Bulls in 2013. Uh, he's played 12 Tests for South Africa. Uh, I'm just trying to see what it says here. It says there was a long statement. We just thank the Lions. I did
2: not know they called those to some players
0: for the balls. Yeah. Um... I, didn't, I, I didn't think I could have laced his statement. <laughs> Speaking of, of people who blocked me, he's blocked me in the That project. you know. did I'm seeing a... Yeah, I'm did seeing a
2: correlation. you just
1: make of, <laughs> of his ability to catch the ball or what What did you... What, what was the yes. inciting statement? I'd love to know. Do you even remember what it was? Uh
2: the inc- inciting statement, I do remember what it was. I, I don't think I was even the person who made it. But the inciting statement was that he looked like Craig David.
1: Uh yes, I remember. And then he blocked you about that. Which I
2: don't think it's super inflammatory, to be honest.
1: I mean, there are worse people to be told you look
2: like. Well, I mean, if you look... I mean, Craig David's not even like a... Like a real person, he's like a celebrity or something. So, if someone mm. tells you, like, someone like Craig, De- Craig David, you're like, okay, whatever. Like, they are two of us. I don't know, it just doesn't seem like that big of a deal. And I guess he really doesn't like smooth RB.
1: Doesn't like songs about days of the week, specifically.
2: <laughs> yes. You must hate the weekend.
1: Oh, fuck,
0: you can't stand the weekend. Yes. That's why Well, someone, I guess someone who 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 will not remember this last weekend very fondly, um twenty one year old Springbok Jaden Hendrixer. Um, on Saturday. He got quite badly injured. just uh, trying yeah, you know, he got injured in the seventy second minute, um after he got just a bit of a nasty tackle. Um I was trying to find out what it was, it was a leg injury, knee, so I'm just trying to find details. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know
1: if they've confirmed if it's soft tissue or like a fracture yet, but it's out for a long time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Trevor Nakani also got injured as well. So as a result of his injury, um, shafts Scrum of Grant Williams. He's been called up to the Springboks squad, which is quite a surprise. Because um, I know, I mean, we've chatted about this before. and Nohamba was previously in and around the squad, but then he got passed over. Uh, to use that term, and, that, and they've kind of gone gone to Grant Williams, his direct competitor at the Sharks. So, uh, a little bit odd. Why do you think they, they called him up? Well, they're just exposing think, people to the Springbok camp as many as possible.
2: Well, I think that that was the logic when they chose Hendricks uh, over uh, the Humber. Mm. You know, like the Humber's who have been inspired to, he's had his chance. Uh, yeah. And might as well to someone else, he sort of experience. But then, obviously, Faf ended up getting injured, and they had to actually play Hendrikson, you know, for a fair amount of time. So they should learned to lesson that, like, you can't just kind of call someone up to the squad if you're not prepared to actually play them. Um, which obviously they are, but I don't know, it just it seems a little bit weird that they did go back to the Humber, who, you know, pretty much the whole time has been um ahead of the of uh Gron Williams' deck order and at times ahead of um, ahead of Jane So I, I don't know, I, I think it's a weird decision. I would have called up the Humber myself. Maybe there's like the personality thing, I'm not
0: yeah, uh, obviously we don't We don't, We don't. have a view into the minds of Jacques Nibanaba and Rossi Rasmus, but we will see uh, in, in the coaching team that we trust. I know we're also looking forward to the box also facing Australia and New Zealand after a bit of a break. Um, that'll, that'll also be quite exciting. But speaking of a break, uh, hey, segue, uh, Sean Fitzpatrick, the ex or black scotch, this is interesting, It's very opposite of football. He wants a club window to widen rugby's appeal. His main thing is um let's just see here his point is that he says international rugby is cannibalizing the clap game this is apparently the sixth round of this coming season's United creator united rugby championship which obviously has us in Issa, italy Ireland, scotland and wales that's going to take place in the same week in october 29 31 as those countries apart from the spin box play a test match so he's just talking about creating a window um for the club game. And and the top 14 also have the same issues. we have known about this in the premiership. Um, The irony is the biggest opposition to any formal changes in the club calendar have been the clubs themselves. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I get his logic, but it's the clubs who have been the biggest obstacles to any meaningful structural reform of the World Rugby calendar. I know Silver Lake and CBC, they're getting involved, so who knows what they might do, since they're they're rights holders in, in, in Six Nations. And the... Why have I lost it again? The, uh, the Pro fourteen, is that right? I mean, it's alright, but that's probably what talking about. Yeah, the, the well, it's now the UWC, so uh, yeah, okay. The UIC. Yes, but I don't know. I just, I just mm-hmm. the clubs irritate me because they're very short sighted. Um, that's just my point. Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll leave it there. Um, is there any other news uh, that you guys? Would like to chat about before we move on to, I guess, talking a bit about the game.
1: Um, no, it's been a slow week, I thought. Okay. Um, has there been there hasn't yeah. been any sighting news yet? Hey, for for that s- supposed stamp on the arm, on Khaleesi's arm.
0: No. Have uh, you seen wait. That? Uh, I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I'll
1: see if I can find a clip of it later. Uh, it's one of the cats, one of the pumas sort of after. After a rack, he sort of gets up and like it looks it looks about it looks more
0: blatant than
1: Marataji's resting his knee on Dil D- throat, like him st- stomping on Khaleesi's arm we outside don't. the
0: Ruck. Uh, that was still unbelievable. I just another quick piece of news. that happened last week. Uh, World Track Rugby chairperson Bill Beaumont he responded to uh, uh, the letter from mm-hmm. the British Irish Lions Legends, MBG and Co. about amending the rules Regarding substitutions in rugby, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, well, he responded on Twitter. Uh, okay, how's this for a, a politician's response? We welcome all opinions that progress the player welfare <laughs> debate. We are, we are well un- underway with a wide-ranging study into the impact of subs in elite rugby. It's a complex area. Several variables being examined across 2,000 matches. Important, we act with evidence and avoid... Sorry, just a two Any unintended consequences of any amendments. The research to date is not conclusive. Important also to note that elite rugby is very different to the community game. I always ensure that we put players at the heart of our decision making. So essentially it's like, cool, well, well I'll, I'll chat to you later. In, in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's really changing.
2: So. Well, yeah, so I'm, I follow um, Ross uh, Tucker.
0: And yes, yes. Trude. I know you're a uh, fanboy. of his.
2: I am a little bit nervous. So it's actually just certainly um but basically I kinda of defer to him on this. Like, I think that the players the X Lions players are talking practice shit, but they might be under something sort of by accident. Um so he was saying, you know, that the way to kinda of do it is to basically, you know, look at when do accidents or injuries happen. Um and, you know, how do those correspond to, to whether the player involved is, uh, like, stunned player or, uh, a reserve player? Is the injured player more likely to be reserved or the injuring player more likely to be reserved? I don't know there's like a whole bunch of, of like factors that you basically have to consider before you you know, say something like, oh, services are making the game more dangerous. Um, so basically, they're talking out of their eyes but they might be right in a way So we have to kind of wait to see.
0: Okay, yeah. Now, pretty much. It is very much a, a wait and see. Um, I do think some of us are reactive, but at the heart of it, I do think there's, there are some interesting points. So we, we will see how the game evolves. I just, what really pissed me off was, our initial course came from the Brits. I guess I'm being a bit harsh there. The English. After the box on their own World cup final. Uh, but obviously just sour grapes. Just because we used our bench a lot better than theirs. Um, so I'm just always a bit sensitive about the topic. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what the outcome is. But something I'm not sensitive about. South Africa. They cruised. I don't know if that would be the right word. Twenty-nine, ten. 10 Wait, I've got to do 10? some news that is worth bringing up and I forgot to. Oh, yeah, what's that before we go
1: into the rugby? Uh, what? Have you what? seen what Wasps are doing?
0: I saw, yeah, they're talking about Exeter so Chiefs. They,
1: right. Yeah, so they're considering banning Exeter, Exeter fans from wearing any Native Native American headgear or whatever at their games uh, uh, at the, at Wasps. So whenever they're playing away at Wasps, they're basically banning their fans from any sort of Native American headgear and so forth in the stands. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, not, I think they're considering it. I don't think they've outright done it yet. I think it's on the cards. They have made a statement about they're planning on seeing if they can do it.
0: Yeah, I just kind of wish that um, Wasps, not Wasps themselves, uh, the Chiefs kind of did something about that instead of having other clubs clean, oh, clean up their mess. But, mm. I think the other clubs
1: need to not... It's at that point now where the other clubs actually do need to... Because Exeter have come out and said... Um, we don't think it's racist. Remember, it was it last year or the year yeah, before? They, yeah. they had a massive fucking uh, subcommittee and look into it, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, cool. We're gonna, I think, slightly amend the racist name of our mascot. Who also kind of looks like Hitler yeah. in, <laughs> Native, in Native Native American way, and <laughs> we're just not gonna have him have like the racist name he's got for himself, but." We are going to keep the Chiefs because and the logo and all that stuff still because somehow we still think that that's fine, even though we do recognize the irony of like that, that like this part here. We'll give you this part and yeah. So I yeah. think I think it is up to the rest of the league now to sort of pick up the mantle and say, well, cool, you guys can be racist alone there, but when you come here, you behave to the standard that we want in our stance. Yeah.
0: Uh, we'll see we'll see if, if uh, the other clubs uh, react and uh, make a play. But uh, the more to come, not the last we'll hear of that issue. Um, but yeah, going, but going back to guess what happened at the uh, Mandela Bay Stadium. South Africa beating Argentina 29-10. Trials from uh, Makazole Mapimpi and Malcolm Marks, along with a bunch of penalties by Andre Pollard. I think, uh, I think the most pleasing thing is Argentina only scored their one try of the two games in the fifth minute of extra to, of injury time or out of time uh, right at the end of the game. Public material dotting down for Argentina. What were your overall thoughts um, on the game? Generally, I'll start, I guess. I mean, Alex, you actually did some ratings, I know. So maybe you want to just kind yeah. of base your thoughts on that. Well,
2: first of all, I was quite annoyed when Public scored because he rem- I think when I, I was predicting bots by 13, uh, sorry, about three, Three uh, did you say on Twitter? I might have said 25, but I, I was almost perfect. And then fucking part of material. Also, is a racist, um, which is the second worst thing about him. And when he scored, my almost perfect prediction was ruined. So I was quite annoyed about that. Um, other than that, um, so fun fact about this there, it was my son's first sleepover with his grandparent um, and as a result I was I was sort of required to watch a movie uh, with my wife and, and get a bit early um, which is not what you expect but it was it was uh, it was a good choice but um, I watched the game sort of half after me so I had like this weird this groundhog day sensation where like I'd look away from the screen, like, to watch the movie watching. And then I'd look back, and the box were kept the And I was like, okay. And then they have a lineup and get a penalty, and power, would, power would, would kick it over. And then I'd look away while they were, like, going back halfway. And suddenly I looked down, and the exact same thing was happening. So... I had a weird sort of sense of deja vu most of the game up until my 50s try. Um, and I suppose that's why people like Ian Foster call us boring.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're giving Ian Foster thingy now. Foster, Foster but, Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to admit, watching it was a chore for me, but also I think that was largely due to my stream stut- stuttering to the point where like over 20 minutes... I was five minutes behind. So, yeah. But yeah. So, like, there were also just moments of play where it was, like, watching a PowerPoint presentation of the play. Yeah. Say, so like, cool, cool, cool. Next slide, please. <laughs> there we go. Next slide. Yeah. And, they, and someone had those fucked up, like, transitions on as well. Like, there was one of them star fades. You're like, <laughs> no, this is a professional presentation. Yeah, now, come. This isn't some high school project. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah.
2: yeah. Um all in yeah, all, so I... I guess the game was was not the most exciting.
1: But you know what? I don't expect the box to play the most exciting rugby, you know, away. It's difficult, you've got to play conservatively away and sort of grind out the wins.
2: Yeah, yeah awesome. yes. It Shut... was it was not a very good crowd turnout for Argentina, I must say. Yeah,
1: I know. Argentina had a terrible turnout.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh the shout out to Ludwig who've been playing at him.
0: There's a chance much might better. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he played his 50th test. Uh, he gone or... quiet.
1: I wonder if he knows that this was an away game technically. <laughs> well, uh, Marvin... I'm
2: careful er, well,
0: highlights. Yeah. Um,
2: um, I'm just Marvin... checking
1: quickly what's going on. Is he actually on the call still? Yeah, he is.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Mar- just making sure. <sighs>
1: um, oh, yeah. uh, sorry. My mic was made, off. <laughs> oh, Adam just... Uh, yelling at an off mic. I, I was talking shit about me I was wondering
0: I was wondering why uh, you guys were just talking over me more than normal and then uh, I was like oh my mind. and then you're like I've left here I'm like oh wait my mic is off uh, I, was, I was trying to say that you no know, Diago he played the 50th test for the box and I know he had a quite, quite a good 50th game 50th test was away
1: you'd think they're trying to rest him away at do so he could play his know, 50th and, test at I home it's, so it's
0: unbelievable uh, well Marvin Uri also made his uh, first Christ. start for South Africa, and he's oh, your favorite oh. for Alex. Um... I feel like
1: starting Marvin Ari, like when Argentina are playing home, is like captaining Peter Steph Toy against Wales in America. It's like the same level of commitment. Like, ah, we just, it's for touring squad purposes. Yeah. It's like,
2: it's almost like you've got to name a team and you shut up on the day and you're like, oh, fuck, we need me I mean, too I feel about that. Um, <laughs> Marvin, do you want to play? Yeah,
1: you know, I feel like Marvin O is the the Cameron Wright of like just a guy off the street who won a won a raffle and got to play for, play test rugby.
0: And I like that they put the one like uh, the one time he spilled the ball in the twenty first minute in the highlights. Uh, and then they cut to Bongi shouting something on the field. Um, but... Well, he didn't play very well.
2: Let's be honest. It, it, uh, maybe not just by my my critique, but. Um...
0: Uh, sorry no, i thought uh, no i thought i thought you were gonna add more Sorry, um, my
2: my turned out for a second
0: uh, mm-hmm. okay no i guess when it was going on i mean we don't but, need to, uh, yeah, we, anyway. yeah we don't need to talk too much i mean it was a pretty sort of a rinse and repeat of last week um game based around the box defense i guess my major points is i'm more looking ahead uh the um who is at number eight lisa Visa started, I yes. think, yeah. Yes, sorry. Yeah. What's his first name? I've got called Jasper. Jasper. Sorry, I was going to say Yaku. I knew that was wrong. Um, I think he's now at least nailed. Uh, that's kind of one of my observations over these last few tests that the box again, are building strong depth for a range of positions. Oh, shout out to Likonya Am um, for his Jedi skills. I know, Alex, you, you wanted to call him a Jedi Master for poaching the ball. On on the trial, I, I, I think mean, my favorite
1: was someone referred to that as an. Someone was like, "Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to repeat, uh, report a robbery." Yes. And then someone was like, "Yeah, no, it's an armed robbery."
0: That, that's I should put that down for my fantasy team name, uh, coming out for the for the UWC. Armed and dangerous. Armed and dangerous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. By the way, Adam, the UWC is a university here in Cape Town. The URC is the rugby championship, United Rugby
0: Championship. I knew that. I was just making sure that you were paying attention. That's all. No, that's fair. Fair. But yeah, whether you believe me or not, a bit different. So yeah, um, Argentina, a bit disappointing. Uh, maybe that uh, South Africa's game is bleeding the life out of people. We know it. We love it. Over to you, Mister Ian Foster. Uh, my Pimpy got another try. I think he scored sixteen tries in eighteen tests. Something like that. Um, so, class finish. I was really happy with Malcolm Mark's performance. He finally got a start. Mm. Uh, I think as you noted, know, Alex, in your review, I was just having a look over here, the two turnovers were the most pleasing. It just that kind of gives you the extra ability. Um, I think I don't know any other hookers that are as good at that in the Southern Hemisphere anyway, as he was, plus the more Tribe. So, in, in terms of the, the South African hooker stocks, who if you're, if you're playing New Zealand, who do you start? I'm asking you guys. Weird hooker.
1: Mm. I almost think you've got to build around. At this point, you build around the front, like the hooker conversation between so much who you start is like what's your starting front row look like versus what your second half front row looks like. And you build around that because I think Bongi fits. Marks is too tall, I think, to scrum with. Ux and Trevor, because they're both not actually the tallest of cats. Yeah. And Bongi's he's at least fairly short as well. So, like, you've got a short front row and a tall front row, essentially. So, it depends which one you want to start, I think.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Like, Mark, T, he scrams usually pretty well with uh, Fansbul Herber uh, and Stephen Kitsoff. So, I'm also just seeing the highlights here. It was, it looks like maybe been Petty. Ooh, yeah. you see it, that stuff? Oh, um, oh, yeah, that's, this is really dirty. Oh, I look a little bit unlucky how he fell, but it was a little bit unnecessary. Oh, uh, the Hendricks the one. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think he was just trying to do a bit of rough housing, but it just went a little bit wrong. That's mm-hmm. all. But uh, yeah, it's a pretty unfortunate. I think you make a very good point, actually. I guess it depends who compliments who. Um, South Africa, again, we've got two high quality front rows. Um, I, I'm just a pity, Ochis Snowman isn't in the conversation. Isn't uh, he... was in a squad. Yeah, so we might see him soon. Just <sighs> Off the bench against Australia, I assume. Yeah, um, I think he's going to get sorry, his... I'm back out. Listen back to Munster. Uh, isn't he back now? Yeah. I thought they... they named uh, him in the squad, though. So yeah, he was he... in the
2: squad originally, but know, they've been bounced oh, around. Fuck. Oh, well. Mm, I, I might know. be wrong. I don't
0: know. No, like... you...
1: I think you might be very right. I'll Google it now just to make sure.
0: Um, I guess actually that, that's why someone something I wanted to ask you. If you're going to name your team, also assuming 25 minutes fit, uh, to face the All Blacks, like kind yeah. of what it would be. Actually, Map make a good point about the front row, but who would you like to see start that game? Get the 40-50 minutes off the bench, particularly from I the mean, front row. Oh, the front row, and then the rest of the team too. Okay, um, well,
2: I think the starting lineup would basically be the same as the 2019 final, with Kids okay. starting ahead of um, Wildly Beast. Um, and yeah, I mean, other than that, that no changes really. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, be can see starting. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they wouldn't do the whole. Uh, you know, front row is through. Uh, but basically, they'll be my style line up and then on the bench, the pay points, but, I don't know, I would, I would probably have Koch, Mark, and, um, Trevor, so Trevor, Koch, Marks. um, or, like, Trevor, Marks, Koch, um, but yeah, those I think go are probably our pace two front rows um i wouldn't be mad if someone said "Ox," just because he's kind of a specialist to this, uh, mm-hmm. and then um and then assuming we 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 started with let's say even even lured yeah. did they start the final part
0: of, like uh um, i actually don't know i think they did yeah, I think yeah. I do argue it. He just stuck up his shoulder. And yeah, the so I mean
2: basically, would you have one between Lurt and Mastat? I think you'd have them at 19. Mm. Um, mm. And then, um, assuming Dwayne's back and starting at... I don't know. The problem with Visa is that he's kind of a specialist at... Yeah, the, that's the
1: thing, you can't slot him into that.
2: Yeah.
0: You just have to
1: toy. Cover workhorse. I'm, com-
0: yeah. I'm comfortable with that, though. He's growing into the role. Um, so, but I mean, for me, it's added a bit to the squad, reportedly, anyway. i but I would
2: probably go with Quagher at 20, just because he's so versatile.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe to cover all... Yeah, comfortably covers all three to add a push, so, yeah. And must
0: have your replacement for Peter Steff. We're very lucky in that respect. Well, if everyone's fit. I'd have yeah. mustard and Aphiya and Crocker's
1: gone back to Munster by the looks of it. Okay, yeah.
2: okay, yeah. Yes, but if everyone splits, then I'd go, with, I'd go with the 60 split and play mustard and Aphiya and Crocker, and then if something happens to Piste, you can always move mustard to uh, blindside, and then Crocker covers up side eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'd have, I would probably go with Reinaf right and Blimster on the bench. Mm. Um, so I feel like right enough, I don't know if you guys know this about him, but his father used to play wing <laughs> of the string box, and he was quite a while in sprinting his dad.
0: I do not um, know that.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a very little in fact. Um, but yeah, that is, that's why you guys pay me the big bucks. I know so much about groups as well after that um, but basically I feel like he can cover nine and wing and then Vlomsoe can cover centres and fullback mm. uh, and fly <sighs> so it's just his yeah. service
0: is so slow I no can't... it's
2: not a deal but I mean yeah, yeah. I would I, I'd rather have him off the bench than crying stand from Krupp yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, no, that's that's true. And I guess the look, the background kind of picks itself. Um, I guess well, the rest of it anyway, ten through fifteen. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 very much looking forward to the games against the All Blacks. The thing is, it's also been two years. That's what excites me the most. They haven't played a beast like us in two years, so to yeah. speak, since I think since the World Cup. I, yeah, um, yeah. And um, let's
1: yeah, since the World Cup, I mean. They've lost to Argentina.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, they've lost Argentina. Pretty much, just just that, on that one occasion. Was last
1: year?
0: Fuck. Yeah, it was last year. I know. That's that,
1: that, that's sort of why everyone also. That's why everyone sort of also is sort of reminding everyone of how much Argentina gave up in that. That they also did manage to beat New Zealand in New Zealand.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of the, I think, the one major black mark or so on Ian Foster's record. But also, look, I, I'm being a little bit harsh. We need to be at Australia first. As I said, they was a team to make us kind of come kind of stuck for whatever reason. So hopefully we're going to get some confirmation probably tomorrow, South African time, Tuesday, the 24th, just to find out what's going on. Because, uh, we assume there'll be confirmation from Ruppie hmm. Australia in terms of the fixtures it looks like Queens will get a match relying on you to do some feedback I, I don't have any, uh, any any talking points guys if there's anything else you guys would like to uh, discuss if it,
2: if there is one thing have, have we talked about uh, Lukundi, Um and his slice of hand Um, sort of but, sort of but that not in deep detail
1: the, the Um robbery that I was talking yes. about was yes, I think that, that one where just sort of ripped the ball off someone but yeah without any effort or applying any pressure. He just sort of ran past the person and then had the ball.
2: That's beautiful. Did man. you say, um, robbery? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's very good.
1: But I, do, I can't I can't take all credit. I did see someone else. I got it off Twitter, and I can't remember who it was, and that person deserves all the credit.
0: Well, then, well, then to that person. I hope you listen. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, um, I guess, like, if you're list I'll just repeat once more, by the way. If you wanna get some manscaped, um, please do so. You can get twenty percent off using the code EliteBancer at manscaped And uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Elite Rapid Bancer. Alex, I'd like to thank you for coming on. Mm. Thank app- you very much. Much appreciated.
2: Yeah, if you if you're like me and you'd be using the same pair of clip should- clippers for about ten years, then do yourself a favor. I would I mean you know, you, you don't have to use our code, but obviously we, you'd be stupid not to if you get to um, <laughs> Yeah,
0: you could, but, if you want to be really a really good oak and <laughs> pay full price with the, uh, yeah. the codes there if you would like to use it, certainly. If you,
2: if you love corporations, then by all means don't use our code. But if you prefer keeping money, then use our code. But honestly, don't be like me and use the same parachute slippers. Or at least if you are like me and use some weird shit clippers, I hope you've been maintaining them because shaving, shaving was a chore before getting like a new set of clippers, which is what we got from Manscaped and it made a big difference. Um, just for, I mean, fuck, I haven't, you know, I don't know what you guys are doing with your clippers, but
0: uh, I, loved, after, I was using shitty. It's- disposables prior to and I I didn't really enjoy enjoy it etc. I I, I actually had to read the manual because it was a bit more advanced than I thought it was (laughs) yeah but I'm like I can't turn it on and then my wife says have you you actually read the instructions I'm like it's a big button that says click no I put on the travel lock by accident anyway well, we'll leave it at that, Matt. Thanks. Classic Adam. Thanks thanks very much for, for joining us. It's much appreciated. It's always a pleasure. Yes, and so I've been quite rude. Ben wasn't able to make it. He moved offices today, so he said he hasn't been able to do a lot of work, um, unfortunately. And he had a bad run of golf the other day, so he's a bit sad. So, uh, Ben, uh, we're here for you, buddy. If, you, like need. if you
2: run a golf, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a nice walk
1: out, as far as I no, understand. You nice, just but... ruin it by getting a, by adding the stakes of having to hit a ball properly.
2: Yes, it's a um, tiny fucking hole.
1: Yes, which yeah. is uh, its uh, home, and it's too good for its home. Yeah, good catch. <laughs>
0: If you have been listening, thanks so much. Uh, I don't think there's much rapey happening this weekend, so I have no idea what we're no, going to talk about.
1: No, Christ, yeah, because... It's curry Cup. Oh, there's Curry Cup. We'll yeah. discuss Curry Cup. We'll talk about Curry
0: Cup and whatever Maybe else. Maybe we,
1: we can have Phil on and discuss the NPC at length again.
0: Yes. Yeah, they're, they're the real experts um, as well. So, we will, if you thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week. Keep well and keep safe. Cheers.